Jamie Mackay, host of the country, is with us now. Hi, Jamie. Can I hear that? Two for so, 126 in the cricket. And uh, as far as the energy crisis goes, nothing a bit of Indonesian coal won't fix. Are we going to win this? Are we going to win the cricket? Oh, I don't know. So we're, uh, what are we? I'm just trying to look at the screen now. 29, 29 overs in the old days, Heather. In the old, old yes. days, you used to double after 30 overs. But I think that equation is out the door. We've certainly got plenty of wickets in hand. So that's the good news. And I, I was watching uh, right at the start and Martin Guptal got a review going his way. So uh, I don't know what he got because I've been and gone and I've come back again. But uh, we'll take two for 126 or seven. Anybody can do it. This squad can do it. Now, um, I, I think this is fascinating, right? So, an estimated one in every three mouthfuls of food that we eat is the result of bee pollination. Yeah, and bees are responsible for two thirds of all the pollination on planet Earth. They're such great little workers. They're wonderful creatures, aren't they? And September, unsurprisingly, here there is Bee Aware Month, uh, and we had Karen Koss, the uh, Chief Executive of Apiculture New Zealand on our show today and just some things we can do to help these great little workers. We can plant bee-friendly plants each season. We can choose plants, and this was news to me, you can choose plants with single flowers because they're easier for the bees to feed from. Here's a good one for you, Heather. Um, In your Auckland bungalow or your retreat on Oriental Bay. I can't even remember which one you're living in (laughs) at the moment. (laughs) Um, You need to provide a saucer of clean water for the bees because they like a drink. So you need to put a few pebbles or sticks in the saucer of water so the bees can have something to stand on. How cute. Uh, Avoid using pesticides in your garden, especially during September. And take a break. And we can all do this. Take a break from lawn mowing. Don't mow so often and let the clover I don't, flowers I don't ha- no, grow. No, I've got, I've got fake grass. My God, you Abs- are a townie, aren't you? Yeah, she's such a long radio <laughs> silence there. I've really offended him. Hey, listen, tell me really quickly, these 500 sheep that went missing, This is this is. have you ever heard of anything like this? How do you rustle 500 sheep with nobody knowing? Well, it might be more. It could <coughs> it could be up to 800. Jeez. Well, you, you run a professional... Uh, Outfit you, you know, because we have these uh, portable and mobile tailing yards or docking, as North Islands would call them. So run some of those into the in, into the corner of a paddock uh, where there's a roadside gateway where no one's looking. Get some good dogs, preferably heading dogs rather than hunterways in the middle of the night. Round them up, chase them up into the truck. It'll be a truck and trailer unit if you're talking that many. Yeah. And um, look out, Heather, when you're at the uh, farmer's market on Saturday morning, be careful you're not buying some of the stuff. And I, I don't want to cast a slur on farmer's markets, but I did hear Ian McKelvey, uh, who knows a thing or two about farming, talking about this. Uh, when you get only a small number stolen, it's probably for home kill or for yeah. home use. Larger number would t- typically be sold at places like a Saturday's farmer's market or to an unsuspecting butchery, but concerned about that one. It was also highly unlikely um, that if you, if it was large numbers, like we're talking about now, they would be sent straight to a meatworks. They wouldn't get away with that. So what no. they do is they basically keep them till they're old enough to slaughter, uh, keep them on the farm, and then they would be, in inverted commas, legally sold at sale yards, probably all the meatworks and the, uh, the the stock rustling happened on the property of uh, Maury Leyland, who's a former 
uh, high-flying executive with Fonterra, and a partner's John Penno. He's the guy behind um, Sinlay. So they knew they were going after uh, some reasonably high-profile people, but they're fighting back. And my understanding is the police have some leads, and I hope they get the oh, mongrels who stole them. Yeah, too right. Jamie, thank you for that. Jamie Mackay, host of The Country 